had to call. You're the one in charge, and not me. I'm barely in charge. Huh. It's doing its thing. Yeah. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> hey, Mike. We've got, uh, got Chris here, too, so we're all together. Everybody here, hey, everybody? Hey, Chris. Uh, we're representing three different oh. states today. <laughs> oh, where, where are you, you at? at? Uh, Nevada, Carson City. It's been so long, I don't even know how to do this anymore. So uh, I think I'll just, uh, I've, got, I've got the recorder running already, but I'll go ahead and do like the normal intro and say that you're here and that's where we'll kind of start. Welcome to the In the Game Room podcast. This is Alan in the Game Room in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I have with me tonight a couple of our semi-regulars. We have Chris and we have Mike. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hey, everybody. This is Mike. Okay. All right. Don't hang up this time, Chris. I'll do my best. <laughs> so what's going on, guys? I don't know. And, uh, you, you moved. That's what's going on. <laughs> That's what's going on. Yeah. That's I'm probably like tw- the biggest thing. That is the biggest thing. I'm so far away. It's crazy. Um, and it's it's going all right. I'm loving it actually. Well, I miss you guys. I guess that makes it okay then. <clears throat> yeah, right. I, I suppose. I'm, I'm allowed to be any happy. Just about anything you want, Alan. Just about anything you want. <laughs> okay, it is a little cold, <laughs> but this is what I asked for. I asked to get out of the desert and away from the heat, and uh, that's what I got. So it's it's all good. I've been really loving the pictures of the dogs on Facebook. That's, that's awesome. Oh. I love to see them running around. They've got, they had a lot of land before, but it looks like they are just going hog wild now. Yeah, they're loving it. I mean, yeah, we had plenty of land before, but it was all dirt. Now we have grass and trees and green things. And yeah, it's pretty cool. They're loving can't it. Wait, can't wait to see pictures of those two in the snow. That'll be awesome. I, I know. Yeah. I, and I know we, we don't get much here. But uh, but it does happen, I guess. So we'll we'll see. It's it's damn near cold enough now. But uh, anyways, I think we're here more to talk about gaming and stuff. Or I don't know what are we here to talk about. Anybody got ideas? Well, I think it eventually well, all goes to gaming eventually. I mean, regardless, it all <laughs> it, it it all does. But I I, I did want to touch on, and I don't mean to cut you off, Mike. But but why did GameCraft miniatures move? I mean, I think you know, because, a lot of people were talking about it. I, I, you know, Snafu was talking about it, and I saw some people posting online talking about it. But I don't know if you ever gave like a full answer for all of your listeners to. Yeah, no, I, I guess I really haven't. I, I, I kept it kind of quiet for a long time because I don't like to talk about things until they actually happen, in case something goes wrong, you know. Uh, yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm here, so it seems like it's official. Um, why GameCraft moved? Uh, because I moved. That's, that's the short answer. Um, (laughs) I've, I've kind of wanted to be here for a really long time. Uh, Again, something I haven't really expressed to a lot of people, but I was here in Tennessee way back in around like 1990 when I worked for Northrop Aircraft as a model maker. I came here for about six months on work. Uh, to test a model in a wind tunnel, and it was uh, it was a long job. I think, like I said, I was here about six months out of one year, and I really liked it. Um, and I've kind of always wanted to come back, but I didn't really talk about it much because it didn't seem like you know something that could actually happen. Um, but 
look, it happened. Um, why we did it? Advent. Yeah, there you go. The for the business, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of pluses for the business. Really, um, we're closer to most of the big miniatures gaming conventions, uh, with the exception of the beautiful Strategicon conventions <laughs> in L.A. <laughs> but I mean, all the the big ones, Adepticon and uh, Little Wars, and uh, all the ones in uh, Pennsylvania. There's just a lot of big gaming. Uh, miniatures gaming conventions that I want to represent the company at. So I wanted to get closer to that. Um, most of our customers are also where those conventions are. We've got, you know, quite a few California, Nevada, Oregon, you know, stuff like that. But the further east you go, our customers, there's, there's more of them. Um, so we're closer to them now, so they get faster shipping. So that's kind of cool for them. Um, the uh, the prices here for just about everything are lower. Uh, Electricity is about half the price of California. Gas is about half the price. Um, probably going to be able to work year round in the shop. Where you know in the in the desert it was really hard to work during the summer because it's just too damn hot. So that'll be nice. Uh, so we're closer to the cons. We're closer to customers slightly lower shipping costs for us maybe to some customers because we're closer that's not a big deal but that's just a slight little bonus for us um you know that's that's the business reasons there's a lot of personal reasons i mean it's it's green it's beautiful there's rivers uh, we can go hiking biking kayaking you know all that fun stuff um i think it's just a i think it's a, a better quality of life i think uh, i've been in california 56 years i think i think i gave it a fair run so i just thought i'd try something different oh, that's good but yeah well we definitely miss you but i understand it makes total sense and oddly enough uh, kind of a side thing uh, a couple of people my for my regular 40k group becomes a convention uh they're in the middle of moving not too far from you alan so tennessee seems oh. to be the go-to place right now it's yeah it's um there's there's a i see a lot of out-of-state license plates here um new, new york california nevada and florida seem to be the big ones that come here well, california's biggest export is generally californians so <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah so yeah it's a you know it's it's only been it's been just over two weeks now since we've been here so i mean we're still figuring a lot of shit out but so far so good i'm really really liking the change and i'm i'm excited because now i have a reason to travel halfway across the country to go to a convention so we were talking about the snafu convention thing but it looks like right. you're saying that that the con's better i mean not, not uh, better, well but it's more yeah, what we do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Snafu is awesome, and those guys are great, and, and they put right, on a wonderful right. event. But like I said, I think I texted you, I said, the Snafu, Operation Snafu Bolt Action Tournament is sort of the bolt action event at that convention, which is otherwise pretty much a 40K event. Um, so if you wanted to go to a convention where you can play Cruel Seas, uh, you know, Black, Black, uh, Black Seas, uh, yeah, um, bolt action, you know, Star Wars Legion, you know, you want to play a lot of different things. 
uh, maybe like Adepticon or Historicon is probably going to be a better choice for you just to get more b bang for your buck. All right. Well, I think you said Adepticon is the one that worked best for you and, and for what we're after, what I'm after. So we'll probably schedule yeah, that yeah. one up. And Mike, do you have any plans for uh, Adepticon? Adepticon? I'm not sure yet. We'll see what happens. It, it's a maybe for me. Uh, although I'm really planning on going back to Historicon, especially since my son is now asking to go. So. Oh, okay. And you haven't, uh, were you at it? You weren't at it last year. No, you I couldn't go. I skipped last year. It was two years ago. And that's why I want to go back because yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. And we're at a much better, uh, better facility. <laughs> that, now. Yeah. I'm afraid that it was great in spite of the death trap they had it in. <laughs> it was still a lot of fun, even though you're constantly worried about dying. <clears throat> yeah right the the new facility they've got there well it's it's new to them it's uh it's really nice yeah so that'll be cool but adepticon that's a maybe i might i might try to get out there just because you know i know some people in chicago anyway uh but yeah. it's it's up in the air i don't know yet i haven't thought that far in advance cool well i'm those are the two that are, the two for sure that i'm going to out of state will be adepticon and historicon and which and was the course, one that I met you at? Uh, Gen Con. Gen Con, okay. Yeah, uh, that's the, the, the big mother of all conventions. But not not such a game-playing convention no, as much as a just of, a... No. Just kind, of a like, just kind of a trade show. It's just a shopping trip. That's 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 the mall of yeah. game conventions. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. That's the thing. Is, I, mean, like, I, like, I know people who go who work for various companies or for Gen Con itself... And that's the thing is people don't usually talk about going to Gen Con to play in a tournament unless they're in like because at Strategic Con we do a like a Catan qualifier. I think their World Championship is there at Gen Con, but the majority yeah. of people are talking about well this company's got this special or this you know you get first shot at a lot of stuff or things that are brand new or exclusives to the convention. That Gen Con is is like you said it's it's more trade showy. It's more about the shopping experience. It's kind of like comic-con is it's not really about the comics anymore it's it's everything tangentially related to the gaming thing marketing yeah yeah yeah, yeah but yeah, even then with... go, ahead. go ahead i was just gonna say i remember when we were at at the gen con at the dealer room it was it was overwhelming i mean i, I don't think i went down every aisle it was so just no you can't so much <laughs> Yeah, and and like uh, uh, Mike was talking about, like the exclusive things that they have at Gen Con, and even at like Adepticon, they do it too. Um, they're hard to get. I mean, if you want to go to Gen Con or Adepticon to get a exclusive, you know, whatever forty K miniature or something, you're going to stand in line for three or four hours, and that's and that's half your day shot. That's kind of ridiculous. So yeah, it's the, a bit the of Legion a, one bit was of a the same way. They were, they were talking about that from the Legion, the Darth Vader release, I think it was, where they were special oh, okay. And they were like, you know, you'd wait in line and then they'd run out after like, you know, 50 people because the dealers were buying them all first. <laughs> right, so, right. Oh, yeah, the resale market and that stuff is ridiculous. Right. Oh, it's stupid. When I was at Adepticon, there were things going up on eBay, you know, while we were there, you oh, know, wow. the, the exclusives and stuff, you know, for $100 or whatever. I don't remember. It was some sort of uh, 40K thing, I think. 
but anywho so, so but I'll, I'll be back at what's that i was just guys i was segueing into black seas because you wanted to talk about that so yeah so for ahead. sure say something well it's uh well, we played it, so we should talk yeah. about what it's like. I, I don't think, Mike, you haven't played it yet, have I you? I have not. I was going to uh, participate, but uh, uh, duty called. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, you had to, you had yeah. to exit early, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, was a, that, um, that game was awesome. That was that was a lot of, in fact, I, I, <clears throat> I do most of my shopping through GameCraft miniatures, so um, I did remove some things from my wish list. Um, and those were cruel seas items. Uh, that the black seas, man, that's right up my alley. I was, I've been very passionate about painting the models and reading the rules, and and uh, I really like that game. That game is a blast. I love the wind yeah. and the turn sequence and how that all plays in. That's just really neat. Yeah, the uh, the the mechanic of the of the sequence of play is is very unusual and different, and it's based on the wind in a weird yeah. way. Um, it's which can yeah, change it's, every it's, turn. Yeah, yeah, can't change a lot, but it can change. Yeah, it and that change. and that changes changes your uh, your whole strategy and everything. There's a there's going to be a Black Seas game tomorrow at the local hobby shop here. I was actually going to go participate, but I, something else has come up and I got to deal with. But uh, but I did find a very small local group here that plays at Hobby Town USA, and then uh, they're doing Black Seas right now. Or black black sails, what I don't know what it's called. That's black seas. I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's black seas. Black seas. Yeah, got, okay. The guy, the, the guys at the, the guys at the hobby shop call it cruel sails. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's black seas. It's black seas. I got my rule book right here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's a yeah, fun it's game. It's tech, interesting. So. <laughs> my only problem with it is I I haven't had time to do anything with the miniatures yet. Mine are still wearing their primer. And I know it's I know there's a lot of time involved in putting those things together and I don't want to rush it. But no, uh, I'll I'll get it. to it. No. I'll it. get to it. If I can stay focused and quit painting Star Wars miniatures. Yeah, you're, you're on that kick right now, yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah. I guess the question is are you going to play them as Legion or are you going to play them as Star Wars Bolt Action? Yes, the second one. Ah, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> second one. Definitely the yeah. second one. <laughs> De definitely the second one, and I and I might even play it differently, where we're not playing units, we're playing one activation die per character per per figure. Now, I like that. I like that. That idea is awesome. And then the one that you texted me the other day that took me <laughs> took me three steps back, <laughs> but I'm game. I'm that game was. For it. That was uh, that was completely meant as a joke, but uh, but it could work. Let oh, me, uh, it could I'm absolutely going to scroll back to that and read it for the people, yeah. the people at home. Uh, <laughs> oh, it my, says, "I think awesome. we, I think we should play Star Wars Bolt Action. Uh, I think when we play Star Wars Bolt Action, we should use the Stormtrooper's special national rule called quote can't hit shit unquote." <laughs> It, it says that all stormtroopers take a minus three to hit on all blaster shots. <laughs> I'm so you know, I thought about that. it. I've thought about it since then. I was thinking maybe on a um, outdoors they should take a minus one. In a narrow hallway where you can't possibly miss, they should take a minus four. 
Because <laughs> they always But do. there's no movement penalty. There's no movement penalty. They can move all they want. It's still a yeah. negative three, negative four. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now, I am so down with that. That sounds like so much. And I'm the stormtroopers, right? I'm playing the Empire. So. Yeah, well, we got to play it accurately. And they just, they right. never hit. They, they don't hit shit. Well, you know what? If that's the case, you know what you could do? Uh, Osprey has that Black Ops game. That's kind of that same vein of individual guys, you know, uh, activating stuff like that. Uh-huh. And one side's better than the other. It's kind of asymmetrical, sort of, not entirely, but it can be. Um, I like that rule set. I think it'd be, and I, I honestly thought it would be great for Star Wars anyway. What What's it called, you know? Black Ops. Oh, Black Ops, okay. All right. It's one of those, yeah, but- Osprey makes a ton of these little, you know, the... They're smaller games, uh, very focused. I think they've got like 17 different ones based on what you're looking for. And a lot of them are actually fairly straightforward, easy to play with. They're, they're, they're a lot of fun, actually. Oh, that's cool. The, the reason why I was attracted to uh, the Star Wars bolt-action modification was that it's it'll let me play a new game without learning a new game. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's a well-established fact you are, in fact, a bolt-action honk. That's fine. Yeah, bolt action's a great <laughs> game. I mean, <laughs> I know it. I know how to. I know how to do it. I don't have to learn anything new. It's it's not perfect, and it's, you know, but it's fun. It's the lazy nerd, right? I want to play Star Wars, yeah. but I don't want to play Star Wars Legion. <laughs> I know. Well, the, and there's also uh, there's a bolt action modern also, so I can I can play Specter Ops without learning how to play Specter Ops. <laughs> yeah, I just I just gave in and bought. Uh, I think it was seven or eight minis from Spectrops when they had that free shipping thing going on. They had them in stock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I was amazed. You beat me to it. Yeah, as soon as I got that email, I placed my order, paid for it. I'm like, please be in stock. Please be in stock. <laughs> you know? And then they showed up. Man, that was quick. It was like oh, seven does. days. That's amazing. You know, I bought that book from you. I haven't even read the rules yet very deep. I just haven't had a chance to. And it's, I've been... So busy doing other stuff, I got distracted. Yeah, that happens. I've been watching those battle reports for uh, Spectre, and they, it looks like a pretty neat game. They, they've got a lot of nuanced rules that, that kind of bring some realism, but it's not overly heavy in the bookkeeping department. So. Yeah, it yeah. It's, I've, I read through the book, and it, it seems easy enough, yeah, and fun. And you can die quick, so that makes it you better be tactical. Don't just be a run-up. You know, don't play like the Japanese yeah. in bolt action. <laughs> right, right. So what else came out recently? Uh, well, the the new Legion box came out. That's kind of cool. Uh, I agree. I have it. <laughs> oh, you do? I did. I got, I got yeah. just the starter because uh, yeah. we got the original one, and my son was all kind of excited for it, but then he kind of waned because he really likes the Clone War stuff anyways, he wants the robots and I'm cool with the clones. I'm good with that. So, Right, right. One thing they did differently is the uh, the robots uh, can be built with normal plastic model glue. You don't have to use CA on them. Oh, that's nice. Are they all in a sprue? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all in a oh, sprue. Yeah, they're, they're, they're either ABS or styrene. I'm not sure, but whatever it is, if you have like that... Uh, Plastroc glue that I use, it works perfectly on them. Nice. Because the, the robots are, uh, the droids 
are small and and very skinny and you know there's a lot of tiny little parts people are moaning about it online about how difficult it is to put them together but you got to use the right glue people are trying to do it with ca and they're just gluing parts to their to their own hands you gotta be patient with little stuff like that it's the it's it's the cruel or the the black seas thing that i was running into is how intricate and small everything is that you just just be patient and go slow and i find that it's working out really well oh that's what scared me off of infinity (laughs) yeah yeah their stuff is kind of fiddly too yeah the uh I know we're jumping around, but the the black seas, the the rigging, I've, I've even got a system I did for that. Is I hung up the uh, the string that they give you, the whatever they want to call that, the rigging, and I, yeah. I hang it up and put a weight on the end, so I do like a big U, um, and then I just put some rubber gloves on and I coat it with uh, the super glue, right? Or or I guess I'm using CA, but I don't know what I'm using, but anyway. Zap a gap. Yeah. I put it on my fingers right. and I just run it up and down the the string, and that gives it some rigidity, so it'll it won't weigh you know it won't like sag, and so right. then I'll I, and and I'm not tying knots. I've got big sausage fingers, so I'm not tying knots. So I'm cutting them to length and gluing them where they belong, and you know at, at game distance, you know if you're a foot and a half away. Looks really sweet. I mean, I think they look amazing. Yeah, so, no, yours look really good. Yeah, the rigging is—it's a little scary. It's a lot. Yeah. It looks like a lot of work. Are you doing all the rigging like in between the masts at all the different all angles of it. and? Yep. All, all of it. it. Yeah. All of it's it. it's a lot. It's a, it is a lot. I, I, the only thing I haven't done yet are the sails because I'd like to. You know, Mike, you were talking about your son how he's into things. Um, my son wants to have like symbols on the sails and since they're pre printed and, and pre cut, it can't really paint anything on them because it'll look like you painted on a pre printed pre cut sail. So I'm trying to find another, another way. And Alan was doing some 3d printing that he found some stuff and the sails are just too thick. It just doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't look right. Yeah. So I'm trying to find, I bought, I did buy that plastic sheeting that you told me about. Oh, okay. Um, I forget the name of it, but that plastic sheeting and it's either Plastruct or Evergreen. Whoop! Did we lose you? Oh, there we go. Everybody went silent. Oh no! no you something did. something happened. I think I think it was you. Oh, I went silent. Oh bummer. But anyway, I was looking at the plastic <laughs> sheeting stuff and. And trying to figure out how to paint that so that it looks like a sail. It cuts fine. It's the right thickness. Um, it all works, seems to work fine. Um, but to make it look like a sail rather than just a white piece of plastic hanging off the front of my ship, you know, there's some work to be done. Yeah, you'll have to probably heat it up and, and form it over like a, I don't know, like a, like a jig you know, or something. A so- yeah. Yes, a soccer ball or something. I don't know. Find something with the right radius. Right. Um, if you heat it up, try dunking it in boiling water. That that's usually the safest way. Okay. Any kind of heat heat gun or flame or something is going to be too localized, and the edges will curl probably. Okay. So you want to k- kind of heat it oh. up u- oh, uniformly. All right. 
I'll try that out. I was um, I, I was gonna tell you on the on the bridge, the uh, the frigates. You just kind of gotta build the the hole and the deck at the same time because of how it it works. But on the bridge, you yeah. can build the hole and not put the deck on. And so what I've done is I build the hole and then I paint the hole and I paint the deck. And that way, when I push it down into when I push the deck down into the hole. Um, all my painting stays the same because there's different colored walls as opposed to the deck. You know, the inner wall is a different color than the outer wall and right. the deck is a different color. And so rather than getting fiddly in there, I just paint it all separately. I can get the cannons real good and, and get everything painted up real nice and then just glue it and snap it in, put some glue down and snap it in. And it works great. It works absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's the mistake I made with that little demo kit that we got. I, I yeah, just you built, built the whole stinking thing. The whole thing and just sprayed it all with primer. Now I'm like, oh, I got to paint this now? <laughs> I thought you I were getting into stuff ship. you could actually see, Alan. That was the whole point, going to bolt action. <laughs> I, I go to the extremes. I don't know. I, I, I won't do 15 millimeter. I won't do 20 millimeter. I won't do 25. I, I have to stay at the two farthest extremes. 28 and six. You you, you you show me a frigate in 28 millimeter scale, and I'll probably want one. But uh, mm. yeah, th yeah, that'd be pretty. Big. I can understand that though. That makes total sense. That'd be a big, <laughs> be pretty ship. big. Yeah. Yeah, but it would look so have cool though. Not to play on a soccer field. Yeah. Well, Jeez. that's funny. Funny you should mention that. I got my start at Futurecon the second time with the new ownership basically playing general quarters at 600 scale, which, of course, a battleship could fire 30 feet, I think 35 or yeah, 35 feet at that range. So we would actually play on a 40 by 40 uh, <clears throat> area with uh, blue mats and a rope marked off with the range bands. Nice. 40 so. foot by 40 foot? Uh-huh. Yeah, because a 600, a 600 battleship's got a 35-foot range with a 16-inch gun. Yeah, and it was really, really showy, and it was a convention thing where we just try to get people interested in stuff. So uh, yeah. it worked out really well because yeah, you could yep. you could not see that. Yeah, those kind of games are interesting. Same thing with the, uh, the what do you call it, the dogfighting games, which are played in you know a lot of different scales, but over big, huge areas. Oh yeah, those are fun. So what are you playing, Mike? Uh, let's see. Right now. Right now, it's very little because I've been nonstop traveling and all over the U.S., which gives me time to basically work on uh, most of my gaming now centers around what my son is interested in. So uh, Monster Apocalypse has been my latest thing, although now that the new Legion's out, that's the next thing we're going to work on. So, what Do you do you know anything about the new uh, superhero game that's coming, the Marvel game? I can't remember oh, yeah. what it's called. No, I just saw that Fantasy Flight had it. I didn't look too much into it because, honestly, I had too many damn games as it is now because he's <laughs> – well, because he saw me reading SPQR, and he goes, well, I'd like to get SPQR, so we're looking at maybe doing that. I've got a ton of Greeks already, and he just had decided to go and play Persians or, or somebody who's naked because he thinks it's funny. Um, <laughs> it is. But first, it wasn't him to it, but then it's like, you know, that'd be kind of funny to do. I would go, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, the the, the miniatures are pretty hilarious looking. 
bunch of guys running around with their junk hanging out. Yeah, the fact that it's modeled on there, he was kind of like, really? I go, yeah, you could actually have guys like that. He goes, that's kind of funny. <laughs> but at first, he's like, I don't want to look at that. But he goes, but you'd have to look at no. it because I'd be behind him. I go, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's kind of my thing. You know, I've slowly been assembling my ridiculous amount of uh, Cruel Sea stuff that I have. Um well, that's right. You went all in on Cruel Seas, didn't you? Well, the nice thing is, is I bought a ton of it and then started basically giving it to like, hey, you like these guys. Why don't you play that? I mean, when, when uh, Alan came over and brought the box over to one of our spoon get-togethers, uh, a, a good chunk of it didn't leave with me. Like, here, Jim, happy birthday. You get Japanese. <laughs> so, so I started passing off on people who can actually get stuff done because I can't do it from a hotel room. That's what you got to do when you want to get into a game. You got to buy in everything and then divvy it out to other people. And that guarantees you somebody to play against. That's been a very yeah. common thing in the past. Yeah, I've got a friend in uh, in uh, Virginia that did that with what was it? It was Cruel Seas, I think. Uh, yeah, he just he bought like the Americans and the Germans or whatever. He bought two, two different factions, but then he gave one away. Cause he's like, that's the only way I can be sure I'm going to have somebody to play against. Yeah, that sounds right. That's, that definitely checks out. I've been there and I've done that. Yeah. Investing in your hobby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep, we're keeping the industry alive by giving that's shit right. away. <laughs> that's right. Well, we got, we have to buy twice as much as we need just to get somebody else to play. Yeah. So speaking of playing, when uh, when I get to uh, Orcon in February, there's three things I'm planning on playing, and you guys are obviously first on the list of people who can get in on these. So I want to play Cruel Seas, uh -huh. I want to play Cruel Sails uh -huh. or Black sea, Black Seas, <laughs> and uh, and then a couple of different flavors of Bolt Action, uh, Bolt Action Star Wars, and Bolt Action Modern. And I'm, gonna I'm, bring... I'm down with all of that. Okay. Maybe not so much the cruel seas, but I'll, I'll bring them just just in case because I'll play. Yeah, I'm not sure how much stuff I... I'm going to be able to bring, you know, because I'll be flying out, of course. Yeah. But I'll bring what I can. Yeah, the black or the, yeah. the cruel seas, you know, the Japanese we played a couple of times, and I've, I get my butt handed to me every single time, and <laughs> I. Not a fan of that. You're, pl <laughs> you're, you're playing against a cheater, so I don't know that's, how you can that's manage. That's true. That's true. <laughs> There's a, I don't think anybody, any of the podcast listeners have heard this story, but at the last con, I played Cruel Seas against uh, Michael Wensky, a guy from Orange County, and he was playing Germans and I was playing Americans, and I had my PT boats out there. And I was like, oh, these PT boats have these rocket launchers on them. I'm going to use them. I've never used them before. So I, I used them. But I, I didn't figure the cost of the rocket launchers into the points, you know, for my for my fleet. So in essence, I had him outpointed by like 300 points or something because I had the because I took the optional rocket launchers. And uh, yeah, I, I kicked his ass by cheating, basically. Yeah, yeah. When at all costs. Exactly. Yeah. Not cheating. Yeah. You're not but trying. Those, <sighs> yeah, but those rocket those rocket launchers are awesome. They're they're a one time use thing, but boy, they really do the job. You know what though? I I know that they're. I I saw the article that they're releasing the submarines for it. 
Uh-huh. I, I really interested in seeing how, what they do with that, because I know that was one of the things that we used to do with general quarters was the, the sub hunting stuff. And those were always a lot of fun. Uh, so I like, well, they'll have to, they'll have to bring out uh, depth charges and stuff like that then. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, that was, it, it, and that was the weird thing too, because it's, it, it was amazing in the war because general quarters is uh, very steeped in the realism of it all. And uh-huh. there was that, that very steep learning curve where it was like, we weren't so great against them. And then we just, if we got near them, we'd kill them. And it was really kind of a fine line where like, when you have the forward firing hedgehog type depth charge launchers and directional sonar and all kinds of really fancy stuff, it just really sucks to be in a U-boat. Right. I wonder, I wonder how they'll play the U-boats. I mean, if they'll, I guess you'll just have to represent them on the surface, but I wonder how you would deal with, you know, saying, okay, he's a hundred feet down or whatever. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We'll have to see. I hadn't heard that they were doing that, but it did make sense. Oh, I figured they'd get there eventually. Yeah, as long as they could find mechan- workable mechanics for it, I- I'm sure they'd get there. And it's probably, to be honest, it's probably very scenario-specific type stuff. But still, it's, I think it's yeah. worth a shot because, honestly, I've enjoyed everything from Warlord I've really ever played. Yeah. So. They, 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 they make fun games. Yeah, the, well, the Japanese ship so, already has depth charges on it. Uh, they're, they're part of the the big the big model. Right. Uh, trying to think what that thing. Oh, the minesweeper. It's got it's got depth depth charges on it. So, yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure the Fletcher does oh, too. So yeah, and so do my little ones too. The the little MTBs. Well, the great thing is submarines will give us one more thing we can't shoot torpedoes at. Right, because that's the whole point of the game is all these little boats loaded with torpedoes that can't hit anything. Right. right. So that'll be fun. Well, I don't know, Alan. You so, did a pretty good job shooting torpedoes at my ships. Did I? I don't remember. I think you did. <laughs> you jacked up my sailboats, man. Those things just got torn to shreds. Oh, well, they're sailboats, you know, they're disposable. Well, that's <laughs> welcome to the entire Japanese principle of warfare. There's a lot. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. them, right? Yeah, Chris plays his Japanese bolt action guys the same way he plays his Japanese cruel seas guys. It's just that's the same, right. same, same game with different, different miniatures. That's so true. It's so true. It looks like if you do that negative three rule, I'm going to have to play the stormtroopers the same way too. <laughs> oh yeah, you got you got to take like fifty of them. That's right. That'll be cool. Uh, well, I, I I know a guy that'll sell you fifty. Oh, <laughs> what you got a bunch you're not using? Well, on the shelf, yeah. Oh, oh, oh come yeah, on, no, Chris. No, Alan will sell you anything you want. <laughs> that's, that's very true. That's, that's very kind of his thing. Yeah, well, yeah. With you guys, though, I don't make anything, so I'm just yeah, pro- just a, promoting the hobby. Promoting the hobby. Yeah, it's a good, yeah. it's a good deal. I, I did pick up uh, pick up a bunch of stuff just before you left. Yep, yep. Well, I was. Oh, we gotta uh, we gotta thank our uh, patrons, and one of them's on the line. <laughs> hey, I I <laughs> hey, just Mike. got my receipt on. Uh, on Saturday, so or Friday, because I get the first and every we, month. We have we have 
three now, I think. <laughs> it's it's so funny, but uh, but it, it's also very touching and cool at the same time that people think, like, I'm going to give this guy a couple of bucks because he's standing in front of a microphone talking shit. So that's, that's really awesome. cool. Thank, thank you to all three of you, or however many it is now. I don't know. We know one of them might. He's the original, right? Yeah, he was the first. Yeah. But now there's three yeah. of us. I should have hats made. <laughs> there you go. Or or Chris will, or Chris will make challenge coins. Ooh, there you That's go. Challenge coins. Yeah, that was his latest thing. Until we found out what they cost. Yeah, then I changed my mind. Yeah, well, not only the cost, but the the minimum orders of what, like you know, hundreds oh of Lord. units. Yeah, it's five hundred minimum units. Ooh, well, yeah. uh, uh, chip lab. Uh, is one that I found. I was messing around with making basically custom poker chips. Uh-huh. And Chip Lab, I think it's ChipLab.com. I made a batch of fifty Strategicon ones just that I wanted to use oh, yeah. for my own games. I think I gave one to you, right, Alan? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I've got one in my hand right yeah, now. Yeah, and they were. Hey, uh, where's mine? I, I hey, <laughs> come to the next convention and I'll give you one. <laughs> All right, I'll be there. All right, fantastic. How but uh, yeah, they were. How much? How much are less they? Less than a buck. Wow! Send me the information on that. Yeah. That's something I can do. And as, and as the I more can... and the more you get, the the cheaper they get. I only bought fifty yeah, just as a course. test run, and they came out really nice. Right, and right. the design tools were very very easy. Cool. Yeah, and I'm, I'm doing the di- on the coin, or is it actually printed? It looks like no. It's, it looks like it's screen printed. It's screen printed. Yeah, yeah that was the nice thing. They were, that that thing is because I've seen because my dad used to, my dad uses them. He's a, a, a part of the American Legion, and they get the ones for drink tokens. And the sticker just always looks so chintzy. That's why I like the nice printed ones. But they're, and they still cut as less than a dollar, even in the smallest batches. Yeah, I might have to get some of these. I, I do the dice all the time, and I've got I've got a new a new color coming. Um, oh, what color are you going now? Orange. Orange. I Ooh. like orange. Because of Tennessee. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. We're, yeah, I'm in Knoxville, and that's the the home of the University of Tennessee. And everything here is fucking orange on football day. <laughs> now, are you are you a football fan, Alan? Not not whatsoever. <laughs> no, I, could, I couldn't I couldn't care less. But uh, but ball. everybody else here is. <laughs> when I go to when I go into Home Depot on the weekends, I can't tell who the fuck works there because everybody's wearing orange. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it, it's it's cool though. It's fun. It gives them something to do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Some people don't have gaming, Alan. Keep that in mind. Yeah, that's true. We were we were we were downtown a couple of days ago, and I pulled up to a stoplight, and this state trooper like like zoomed over in front of us and stopped like perpendicular to us with his lights on and his siren going. I'm like, what the hell is this? And then a couple of like black SUVs come by with lights going. I'm like, oh, this is a you know a, what do you call it a motorcade you know something somebody big and after about five or six emergency vehicles then the university of tennessee fucking buses came by they were just moving the players from the dorms to the stadium <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they had an armed motorcade <laughs> I'm like, oh i thought the gosh. president was here or something they, they take their shit serious here <laughs> i guess so they do Wow. It, was, it was actually kind of cool. When I finally saw what it was, I was like, oh, that's cool. Because, you know, it's about a mile from the dorm to the stadium. So you might as well take, you know. About something. <laughs> yeah, might as well take 12 troopers with you. 
but that was kind of funny. It's it's a different uh, it's a different thing here. <laughs> yeah, that that but, sounds very different. Very different. Yeah. So what what so, else? What do you have new stuff on the table that um, that you're going to be uh, producing soon, or do you have like new ideas for designs or anything? Not so much. I mean, I have a million ideas that have been on the back burner forever, but it's been the last couple of weeks just uh, crazy here, just kind of getting everything set up and getting, trying to get caught up on the orders and stuff. But uh, I expect in a couple of weeks or so, um, I'll be able to start getting creative again and come out with some new stuff. I'm, uh, I'm working on your, all three of your lasers going now. You got them all hooked up and oh. ready. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one hooked up before we got here because of that time I came out a month ago. And then the other two went in right away and just they sparked right up and started working. But, uh, yeah, and I haven't I haven't hired anybody yet because, you know, we lost our guy, uh, Hayden, uh, at, at least temporarily. I, I'm not sure where that's Any going. Any work but at all or no, nothing else? No word from him yet, but I'm actually going to give him a call pretty soon and find out what the story is. But anyway, so I'm starting to look at hiring again and uh i couldn't do that for the last couple of weeks because i was just so busy getting the shop set up i was like i can't take time to train somebody you know while i'm scrambling to get orders out i mean in, in the beginning a new employee slows you down a little but then after a while they they, they speed you up right but there's that that initial ramp up where they don't know anything yet. So it'd be nice if you could get Hayden back, man. That kid was he turned out. You were telling he, me he turned out really good. Yeah, good, good guy. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get a hold of him pretty soon and find out you know what the story is. But um, best case scenario, he'll be here in February. So I, I got to get somebody you know in the meantime. Anyways, but it's all coming together. It's all good. I'm. I'm happier at work, so that's all that matters to me. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm happy, it's all good. Well, it's it matters, and you're not boiling to death in the low desert. No, no I'm not. Sure. No, no, freezing to death. In no, we not. It's not that bad. Yeah, the fires have been crazy out here. I've, I mean, uh, I, oh yeah. Working in LA and on Riverside, man, I I was passing three and four fires every day. You had one pretty close to your place, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Within was, a few uh, miles or so? Yeah, it was really close. We were, you know, they were telling us that um, <clears throat> just be prepared, right? Because I live behind a nature preserve. My backyard butts up. Being, you know, dry conditions in our chaparral area, it, it, uh, they were afraid that if it, you know, if sparks flew over, that place would go out quick. Yeah. So... Yeah, it was uh, it, control. Has it calmed yeah. down? I mean, is it most of them are yeah. out by now or what? I think Chris is cutting out. That uh, sounds like it. I blame the two ten. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's let's cut it off here and then do this again real soon. How's that? Oh, are you guys losing me? A little bit, yeah. You're cutting in and oh, out, sorry. and it's it, it's been 45 minutes. I think we can probably call it quits on this one, and like I said, do do one again in a couple of weeks or something. Oh yeah, I cutting out. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> yes, you are. Okay, well, let's say goodbye then, and we'll we'll do this again soon. Bye, everybody. All right, have a good one.
Bye-bye. Thanks a lot, guys.